0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to a new episode of Captain Krishanu's Bounty. I'll be taking a diversion today from ethical hacking and bug bounties to talk about something more grave and thought-provoking. It's something the entire civilization is experiencing, and has also been in the news recently. I thought it would be interesting to do a talk on it. Therefore, my topic for today is hybrid warfare. Note, this is a political topic, therefore, the views expressed here are entirely my own and has no bias towards any government, belief or society. Also, please note that I am not a historian or expert in this. The details I will be talking about is gathered from various articles and research papers in the internet. So what is hybrid warfare? As you can see, it's made of two aspects, hybrid and warfare. Let's take a look at what each means. The word hybrid means concoction of two different things. It can be used for living and non-living beings, for example. We have seen methodologies where two different species of plants are brought together and made to grow into something new, or different animal species are made to mate to give rise to a cross between the two. Therefore, it's simple, when two things with different attributes come together to create something new, it's referred to as hybrid. Cool, so what is warfare? Warfare is an operation conducted by military, often including weapons between conflicting entities. Typically, armed conflicts between groups or nations have been known to take place on battlefield, also referred to as national borders. Therefore, what is hybrid warfare? Now that we know what the individual words hybrid and warfare stands for, let's bring them together. Therefore, it is a tactic in warfare carried out alongside an armed conflict via non military tools like cyber attacks, disinformation, fake news campaigns, espionage, etc., to achieve warlike conclusions. By the way, if you think this is a new tactic, then you have gone completely wrong. It has been around since ages. Of course, cyber attacks did not exist until the emergence of digital infrastructure. But the other forms were still there. Espionage, disinformation, fake news campaigns were in vogue in every kingdom of the ancient world, nations of the medieval times and countries of the modern era. Hybrid warfare uses capabilities not normally associated with war, with the intent to paralyze decision-making tools and systems of the victim nation. This is achieved by creating an environment of confusion and discourages the victim from responding forcefully due to the absence of any legitimate military targets. Therefore, in simple terms, it's a simultaneous deployment of military and non-military tactics to cripple economy, judicial and legislative machinery of a nation. How do you think the attack could be carried out? A war of this stature is fought when a state deploys conventional and irregular military forces in conjunction with psychological, economic, political and cyber assaults. It includes a variety of activities using different instruments to destabilize a society, organization or nation by influencing its decision-making machinery. The most common weapons include interference in electoral process by disinformation and fake news, digital surveillance, cyber attacks and financial dilution to impact the economy. By and large, the attacks are carried out by First, turn the people against the government. (laughs) That's the most easiest. In the psychological and informational operations are carried out by the attacking syndicate to deliver a well-crafted, anti-national propaganda to the masses. This results in destabilizing the government by instigating violence and convincing participants to rebel against it. Second, the attacking government deploys assets for surveillance and partners with non-state-owned syndicates to instigate unrest within the masses via terrorism. This is likely to push the government to take stern actions in defense, resulting in government to look bad. So, what is the goal of a hybrid attack and what are the attackers looking for from it? The sole intent is to erode economic strength, legitimacy of key institutions such as governance bodies, academia, diplomatic entities and the media. It's looking to encourage social discord and weaken the bonds between the nation and international organizations. Now that we know what hybrid warfare is and how it is carried out, let's look at how to counter it. Countering hybrid warfare typically revolves around detect, deter and respond. First, to even counter the attack, the victim should detect that a hybrid war has been waged against it and assess its vulnerabilities. This can be done by examining the social structure, defense establishments, legal framework and sensitive sentiments of population that aggressors can take advantage of. Gathering intel is key. Therefore, intelligence should be gathered for military and civil lines by beefing up digital surveillance to track social media activities in order to nail down disinformation attempts. Second, now that the attack is detected, it should be deterred. One of the ways is by employing the denial strategy in which the existence of any threat whatsoever is completely denied. This is done in an effort to undermine the enemy's efforts. Metting out punishment to perpetrators is a common practice too, among many governments in which the enemy is informed of consequences of its actions. Finally, get all weapons in the armory to action. That is, use political, economic, intelligence, military, social media, informational and infrastructural means to fight such threats. Third, the government should respond to the threat. Unfortunately, response isn't as simple as depicted in movies. Response against the actors should be thought through and all state missionaries should be used in unison to respond appropriately. Hopefully this gives you some information on the strategy, how it's carried out and what options are available for a counter-attack. That brings an end to today's topic. This was a new subject that has been making rounds in the headlines. Therefore, I thought of taking a dive into it and decipher it for all of you. I am not a historian nor an expert in this field. The information delivered here is after some amount of study and research on similar topics and articles in the World Wide Web. On that note, I will sign off today and talk to you in the next episode of Captain Krishanu's Bounty. Stay safe. Bye-bye.